is Thomas Howard, a.k.a. DJ Doc, and I want to say thank you for joining me here on Straight Talk with DJ Doc. I am so happy that you guys have been able to uh, join us today. I have a young lady, because you know, this is our segment on businesses to know. And this young lady I actually work with through another organization uh, where we are facilitators for this uh, company. And what's nice is the fact I've recently really got to know what she does, and I think it's fantastic. And of course, it is truly a business to know. Her name is Jasmine Conejo, and she has a couple of businesses, and I want you to pay attention because they are really needed. Hey, Jasmine, how are you doing? Hey, how are you? All right, all right. It's a pleasure to have you here. How was your week? Thanks so much for having me. Oh, most definitely. You know, this week has been one of those that I was thrown into the fire, so I'm happy that it's Friday. (laughs) (laughs) Don't we all have those weeks when it's like, boom, all of a sudden flames all around you, and it's like, okay, I got to put them out. I got to put them out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I had scheduled today as an actual off day. I try and do um, one a quarter, Mm -hmm. and that's not happening today, so it's going to get to be put on another day. You said (laughs) one day a quarter that you have off? No, no, no. In terms of like a week, a weekday okay. outside of, or not a quarter, sorry, a month, a month uh, okay. um, outside of like weekends. No, no, I don't work weekends. I'm very firm about that. But I always take like a Friday or a Wednesday off and just kind of go enjoy life because that's the reason why I started a business. That's that. That is correct. And you know, what's funny is the fact that, yeah, me and my wife were just talking about uh, this is a day off for us and we're going to go do some things a little bit later. But, you know, as a business owner, a lot of people think that you have so much time on your hands. You know? <laughs> yes. I feel but, like that's a, lot, a big misconception. <laughs> yes. But the thing is, it's your business. If you're not running it, is it running? You know? Yeah, so, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But but once you get to a certain point, you can start to have that free time. And we're going to talk a little bit about that in, in, in a bit. So I want to ask yeah. you, what was one of the first jobs that you ever had? Um, I will never forget it. Um, I lived in Phoenix, Arizona, part of high school, um, and I got into the workforce at about 15 years old. I was ready and eager to. So I was a hostess at a restaurant called Abuelos, um, and it was just kind of like a fine dining Mexican restaurant. And you would never know this now, but I was actually really, really shy growing up. Um, and so to be a hostess in the front of the door was a huge reach for me, but it was the only place that would hire me. So I had to fake it till I made it. Uh, I hear you. I hear you. Now, um, with doing that, did you have any aspirations about owning your own business at the time? No, not at the time. I quickly did learn, though, that um, I wasn't meant to ever have a boss. Um, and that <laughs> through multiple jobs. Let's just say I was a bit of a job hopper because I was never happy and I didn't like being micromanaged. So okay. at that time, I didn't know I wanted to be a business owner, but I definitely knew I didn't want anyone above me. And, you know, I love talking about this because a lot of people look at the fact, yeah, this is what I'm doing. I'm not happy with it, but I'm stuck. And and that's not the case. You don't have to be stuck. You definitely don't have to be stuck. And it's something I preach as well, um, especially to all my friends in more traditional um, career paths is that, you know, you don't have to be stuck just because you feel like you owe yourself to a company or they're paying you well. Um, There's slight ways to leave and go find what you want. Right, right. And we're not saying that that's not loyalty. 
You know, that a lot of no, people get that confused all. also. You can be loyal to the company and whatnot, but there is a certain point where you have to look out for yourself. And, Absolutely. Uh, you know, you, you just do it in a way that you, I always tell people, don't burn bridges, you know? Nope, exactly. You, you're still there and you let them know, you know what, it's time for me to move on, but I appreciate all you've done, yada, yada, yada. You know the story to give them. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I've done it a few times, and I have great relationships with everyone. I mean, there's probably two when I was a teenager that I probably burned some bridges when I was young, but in my adulthood, uh, yeah, I've left everywhere um, yeah. with wide wide open doors. Most definitely, most definitely. So let's jump into it. Tell us about the first business you own. Yeah, so I guess one would say I'm a multi-passionate entrepreneur. I feel like like many of us are. Um, and so the first business I own is it's a personal brand under my name. Um, so I'm an online business manager and mentor. Um, and so I help women-owned businesses um, increase profits and visibility by elevating client experience and designing sexy systems. So essentially, I jump in as like an operations manager. Okay, okay. Now... What does that all entail? I want you to break it down a little bit to, to let some people really fully understand. Yeah, absolutely. So I think I found, and this one is actually my second business, um, but I found through launching my first business that there was just this lack and this need that um, as entrepreneurs, especially as creatives, we have a lot of ideas and don't know how to get from A to B or don't build a framework around it to where when we start to want to scale our ideas or want to bring on team members, we don't have the operating procedures to do that. So then we get this overwhelm when it's ready to take that next step. Right. Um, and so a sexy system, I mean, it can be lots of things, but I, I work on the client experience side just because of my background of working in hospitality for over 10 years. Um, through hotels, restaurants, nightclubs, events. Um, and that's just really like you're kind of where the client comes to you and where you're attracting them to, to like the form and then all the way to the end where you're saying goodbye and grabbing a testimonial and a referral to them and really how to automate that to where it's not stressing you out every time you're getting a new client. Your system is doing it working for you so you can scale and keep continuing to get new clients. Right. And and that's the best thing, you know, starting your own business, as we were just talking about, sometimes it can be stressful, but the whole idea is to have the business and not be stressed with it. Yeah, exactly. You know, I always tell people, because yeah. I mentor others as well, and I always make sure that they understand that you, in my mind, when you're starting the business, it's so that you can become stress-free, you know, as best as possible. Exactly. And I find, you know, I think that entrepreneurs get, it's a lot to handle, right? No one taught us. I always say no one taught us that one day we're going to have to be our accountant and one day we're going to be our marketing person, the salesperson, the graphic designer, the website designer, the person on the phone, you know, answering admin. No one taught us that, that right. skill. Um, and so some days that can get really overwhelming, which is um, kind of where I jump in and help. Excellent. Excellent. Cause you know, the most, for traditionally, it's like go to high school, graduate, go to college, mm -hmm. graduate, get a job, work it for 40 years. And then once you do that, you retire. But then a lot of times you don't have anything to show for that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, that was definitely not my my journey. When I say I learned early on that I was ready for a different path. Right. Um, I will be the first to say I was a college dropout. Um, because I was going to school for hospitality, but I was already working in it and at a pretty high level. And, you know, I'll never forget the day where I had a meeting at night um, with a client and then 
the next day was my first day of classes and she was my professor and I was like hmm should I be paying this much money for this woman to teach me these things when I'm working with her at nighttime? Right. Like, I think I think I've got this. <laughs> yeah, and you know, I tell a lot of people that experience can be some of the best lessons that are ever learned. Absolutely, I, I credit everything to my experience and also my mentors and people who you know taken me along the way. Right, and you know what I love that you you said is that you mentor people. I do the same thing, and and I'm doing it internationally. I mean. My wife gets upset with me sometimes because I'm up at three in the morning talking to people in Africa or Australia. Yeah. And she's like, what are you, are you, uh, I said, Hey, I got to reach them when I can reach them, you know? Yeah, but, absolutely. But the big thing is everyone needs to understand as your mentor, we had mentors, you know, that's yeah. the one thing. And we still that have mentors. Correct. Correct. You know, yeah. because entrepreneurship is an ever learning process. That's the one thing yeah. I tell people. You're not going to know it all and don't believe you do because if you do that, you will fail. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I firmly fail. believe that. My my coach says that stop thinking that there's going to be an end part to the hard part of entrepreneurship. We're not here for an end game. We doing, you know, we started this for the long run. Right. So we're going to have a different set of challenges at every stage and look at them as part of the journey and as exciting stuff that you're growing from and not like, Oh, I can't wait until this part of it is over, you know? Right. Um, because if you keep waiting, you know, you're just going to wait forever. Now tell me, cause this is what I've found. Are you finding people, like you were talking about that need assistance with getting from A to B. Are you finding them when you're just talking to them and they say, you know what, I've wanted to do this, yada, 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 and I don't know how to go about it. Is that how you're finding some people as well? Yeah, definitely. I think for me, um, networking and community is something that has been a huge part of my, my ethos and since I was in sales and marketing before working for other people and, um, and now. And so, yeah, I think just talking with them and hearing them struggle through it. Um, I kind of do this kind of hybrid program of like the operation side, but also kind of teaching like a confidence mm -hmm. um, around kind of stepping into elevating your business because it is, you know, so much of being a entrepreneur is mindset. And I think until, you know, entrepreneurs really understand that they'll be at a stopping point in their business. And I, for me, it was a personal journey about, I'd say about a year ago where I was like, oh, I really got to dial up on this side to balance out, you know, this side. Right. Um, and so, yeah, through networking um, and just, you know, having conversations with them. And then I feel like um, I, I try to get my face out there as much as I can visibility wise through social media and I'm going to events and leading workshops. And then after they meet me there, they're like, oh, you know, I resonate with that feeling. Right. And, you know, what's interesting is you just said it. We were just talking about the fact that it's never ending. And you said about a year mm -hmm. ago, but you've been doing your businesses for how long? So, I mean, really fully, I actually launched these through COVID. Um, I was one of the ones that got that call during COVID that my whole team was let go. Um, and um, a job that I had had for about a year working for a small startup. Um, and so it was, I took a breath, took a few months off and was like, all right, this is the time to fully do this. But um, I've worked in big corporate, but I in the last, I'd say probably six years, I went down a path of really small businesses. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like I've kind of always been a part. I've worked in businesses that were all under 10 people for the last six years. And so um, I kind of feel like I've been a part of this journey for a while. Right. And, you know, it's just one moment. And that's what a lot of people don't understand. One moment can change your whole life. 
you know, the decisions. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah, the new things that you, a revelation, that's what I look at it. All, like you were saying, a year ago, you decided that you need to make a change and do some things differently to help people. And, and yeah. we, we all go through that. That revelation hits and it's mind blowing, mind blowing. It's, it's absolutely mind blowing. And then you just got to put some action to it and put a foot in front of the other. Right. And that's, that's the one thing I do too, is I tell people continue marching, just keep going. Yeah. You know, yeah. if you've got to stop, take a step back, but continue that journey, you know, continue yeah, that journey. Absolutely. Okay. So and that, it's not to say that it's not scary. It's oh. definitely scary, but it's exciting. <laughs> oh yeah. There are days when you're like terrified, you know, Yeah, absolutely. but, but I want to say the good days outweigh the bad. I don't want us to, you know, anyone listening, don't yes. get scared and be like, oh man, they're talking about terrifying. There's moments, really short moments of terrifying, you know, yeah, because absolutely. it'll the good be moments like, are better. yeah, because what happens is once you start doing this business thing, you learn how to get out of those terrifying uh, situations fast. Yeah. You know, so don't, don't anyone be scared. We're not trying to scare you off. All right. No, definitely not. <laughs> so, so tell us about the second business. Yeah, absolutely. So my other business, which was actually my first business, um, which is funny that I launched this during COVID, is called The Maven Getaways. Um, and it is a travel business for women, but not a travel agent. Essentially, I'm a tour operator. So I curate getaways for women that allow them to discover the world with other like-minded women while indulging in life's new experiences. Um, and my joke is that kill and yoga do not belong on every vacation. Um, and that's really just to say, you know, I love mindset stuff. We just talked a lot about it and I have a business that works around it, mm -hmm. but also life is short. Um, and we're, you know, we're not guaranteed tomorrow. We're not guaranteed next year. And we really need to, you know, go out there and dive in and just vacation to just really enjoy ourselves. And I think as women, um, as especially they get older with marriage and babies and stuff, they kind of start stop taking care of themselves and just going to travel with their friends to travel with their friends. Or there's the other side to where it's, you know, um, someone who isn't the married one yet and she, you know, her friend group is kind of whittled away. She has no friends. So she's looking for a community to be able to travel with that feels safe. Uh, yeah, most definitely. So just so our listeners can understand, tell us, give us an example of one of the getaways. Yeah, um, I actually have one going out next week, which I'm very excited about. So um, I do hosted getaways, so it's with me and a group of women. So I'm taking 10 women in celebration of International Women's Day um, next Saturday down to the Valle de Guadalupe, which mm -hmm. is down in Mexico. It's a gorgeous wine drinking region. For those of you who don't know where it's at, oh, I yeah. suggest it. We, we've been there. Uh, <laughs> my wife and I have been there with some friends. Yes, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, um, <laughs> I go often and I love it. Um, and so um, I'm taking a group down. And so I have some girls that it's them and a friend. And then I have some girls who are coming alone. Um, and we're going to go to three boutique wineries that are all owned by women. The women winemakers are going to come out, tell their story, have a glass of wine with us. We'll have a female chef that's going to come out. Um, you have a photographer that's women-owned businesses, swag bags that are all women-owned businesses to just really celebrate um, the day that it is and the month that it is being uh, Women's History Month as well, um, rolling into next month. So um, so those are kind of my hosted getaways that I do to where it's like me with a group. And it's kind of like an, an experience of an event plus traveling together. Um, and, you know, I 
say the safety part because I'm there, you know, traveling to Mexico is still a little bit scary for some people. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I'm there to walk them across the border. I have trusted, you know, drivers and, you know, people that are on my team on the other side um, as well. So they can kind of be that barrier to being nervous about crossing the border. Yeah. And I love that whole idea. I think it's a, it's a beautiful uh, thing to do and offer to people, you know, like you said, a lot of people need to unwind relax especially as we talked about again business owners that's a fantastic way for that to occur you know yeah um let me know about one other trip that you have done yeah absolutely so um i guess another my other i have two products so that's one product my other product is um entrepreneurs are busy corporate women are busy people are busy um so essentially i build out the itineraries for bachelorette parties girls trips friends so i have some kind of pre-scheduled itineraries to either dallas to scottsdale palm springs i do a san diego and then i do the wineries to essentially i'm not on that trip with you it's just you and your friends but i'm your concierge so i've made all your reservations i've built out your itinerary i told you what to pack i told you what where you need to be at what time you need to be there built out like custom experiences that are fully curated to what you and your friends like um, and then you just go have at it. So um, I do bachelorettes in San Diego. I do them in Scottsdale. I do them in Palm Springs. Um, I do them in Vegas, Charleston. Um, and, you know, the goal is to eventually reach the um, Europe and other countries um, or Australia. I lived there for about three and a half years. So the goal would to, you know, eventually be sending groups over there as well. Right. You know, I love the fact that you take care of everything. So if you're a listener out there and you are a businesswoman, you heard what she's able to do. She will set that all up for you, get it organized so you don't have to do anything but just have fun and enjoy life. Yeah, absolutely. It's, yeah, it's my happy place. Yeah, and, and, and you're making happy places for others. That's fantastic. You know, I, I always say, I always say if we can, can do something for someone else, that really exponentially grows our own happiness. And, and oh, I love that. I love that. So I want you to leave, and, and I'm going to target this, I want you to leave something to the women that lets them know about why they should think about starting their own business. Yeah. Um, so I feel like for me, it was a journey of, you know, yes, of course, there's this money end in this wanting to build my own empire. But for me, it was really wanting to connect women with other women and help kind of, you know, bring us together as a community. Um, and so lead with your heart um, and, you know, obviously be smart about the finances, but really lead with your heart and how you're going to be to service of your community, whatever that may be as a mm-hmm. business owner, you know, it's all people um, and the money and the rest will come after that, but just stay true to that. Um, and with the mindset piece, it's like, you know, stay true to your mission and it can change and it can fluctuate, but anytime in your business, you know, keep running with your mission because anytime you're feeling confused or something doesn't feel right, coming back to your mission, is, is a great kind of like North star. Yeah, that's fantastic. And, and I'll add this. I always tell people when they're thinking about starting a business, find something that you love and turn that into a business because if yeah, you, you love it, the passion you're going to put into it, the drive you're going to have for it is going to be wonderful and you're going to achieve yeah. what you're trying to do. You know, I hear so many absolutely. people that 
or starting a job or a business and they're like, yeah, you know, I started this. It's, it's okay. It's bringing in the money. And my question <laughs> to them is, are you enjoying what you're doing? Because if not, you could bring so much more money in if you enjoyed it because you'd be putting more into it. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I feel like you probably understand in the fact that we can love multiple things. I know you have your hands in multiple projects yourself. Um, and you know, you don't have to just love one thing. You can love multiple things. And, um, the biggest learning for me, I guess this year was learning that the one business didn't have to be perfect in hitting six figures and, you know, this prime oiled machine in order to start a second business. I can run them both, you know, as long as like my back end and my operations and everything set up and I can run them both to both hit six figures at the same time. Um, you know, if you wait until perfect with your businesses, you'll be waiting forever right. um, because there's always a list of things to do. So just, you know, start that idea. And then if you have something else you love, start that idea too. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, Jasmine, I want to thank you for being on with us. And uh, as I told yeah, everyone, thanks so much. yes, yes. Her businesses are businesses to know. Okay. So in the show details, I will have how you can reach Jasmine uh, her website will be there, and you'll be able to reach out to her to make sure you can get your Femme Maven getaway done, okay? Yes. Uh, Jasmine, I'm, I'm going to put this out there. I need you to get a Men Maven uh, getaway together <laughs> so me and my boys, <laughs> you know, I, I think I told you we, we, we have our own travel agency as well. And yep. uh, a lot of times I'm, I get the guys that are like, hey, we need to get somewhere. We need to do something, you know, so, um, but I think I want somebody else to do that. Um, so yeah, I can right? be, yeah, someone else to do that so I can go with the guys and just hang out. Sounds fantastic. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and I do, I do actually do a few guys trips and I do couples trips actually. Um, I just don't market toward, towards it because it's not where my research and my data sits. Um, but you know, I, I do, them, I still do them. Um, and it, you know, sometimes it's fun. It switches things up. Yeah. yeah. And a group of traveling men is a very different thing than a group of traveling women <laughs> oh most definitely most definitely we're not gonna get into all that but most definitely you're yeah right. exactly no but yeah <laughs> all right well thank you once again jasmine thanks so much for having me on i enjoyed this all right hey everybody this is thomas howard aka dj doc and you've been listening to straight talk with dj doc we'll talk to you next time peace 